for the love of everything sacred and holy, would you please shut your yappa? Shut up. Oh, shut up. 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 Shut Shut up. 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 Shut Welcome to our first podcast of season two. Anyway, we are four hours away. Well, to be specific, three hours and 55 minutes away from the 2023 Grammy night. Um, I think the biggest music night award show. And we just want to talk about a few of the artists this year that are nominated that you might be into some of them are familiar names some of them are not um yeah we're here to give our two cents regarding the matter it's also you know part of the part of the the mission of podcasting world to cover events like this and this is the award list that we're going to read off now being that we're like four hours away um starting at 5 p.m pacific coast and i'm excited i am a beyonce fan i think i've been sober since her album came out and it's just kind of fun to be able to look back at that release of that album and then just see how far i came and see how far beyonce has came as well she's she's popping off she's nominated for i think about five or six different categories which isn't shocking being that she's like the most award-winning grammys winner but but let's talk a little bit about the nominees so of course we have beyonce how long has beyonce's career been i think like maybe 30 years now yeah beyonce's been making music since well probably beyond 30 years now because she was like a young child performer but I think that technically her work started in, let's see, wow, this, okay, so yeah, 1987 and present. So she's been making music for 26 years. That's pretty intense, pretty long career. And she's nominated today for quite a few awards with her record or her album, rather, Renaissance, which is a three-part performance album that she's putting out. And this is the first part for anybody that doesn't know. But it's like a celebration of music. And from what I've heard, she's sort of like acknowledging that we've been through some shit. And this is like... The Renaissance. So she's, of course, being a cultural icon more than just also a music and dance record or music dance. Yeah. So Beyonce, I think she's going to win a couple of awards, but let's see. We also have Adele. Adele is probably one of the most recognizable vocalists, and she is nominated for her album 30. I feel like Adele had her moment and obviously she's nominated again but I think that nomination isn't like Beyonce will actually make it easy on me yeah I heard that one on the radio so maybe but I didn't hear anything else of Adele maybe I'm just not an Adele fan but she is of course like 
has her own brand of vocals and is very talented and kind of came back with this like divorce album where she popped off. My cat would agree. She loves Adele. So we have Adele, Beyonce. We have Kendrick. I honestly don't know how I feel about this album. Kendrick is also nominated with his fifth studio album. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers came out, I think, last year. And it had some good leading singles. And it was like really deep. Uh, But I think with any Kendrick album... Kendrick album they're always deep there's always like this like I want to say philosophy that goes into his albums like he doesn't just write something artistically he like puts together an argument which in this case is that we got to get over this what I think it's been his major statement the whole time yeah, I think the Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is kind of about accepting a softer part of yourself, particularly for, you know, men and black men in their culture. So I think he, he of course, is transforming the dialogue in that realm, as well as like bringing on these like crazy bops. I'm not sure who produced, let's see. And he's working with Interscope, Conscience Hip Hop. Okay, so see, this is what I'm trying to express. This genre for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is Conscious Hip Hop. The fuck does that mean? Political hip hop. Yeah, okay. See, that's what I'm trying to say. He's not just making music to beats. He's doing this whole political thing, which I recognize in every album. And honestly, that's kind of his whole thing. So that makes a lot of sense. And even though some of the songs were fucking crazy in that album, I didn't really hear a lot of like hype. Um, So we'll talk about what he's getting. And then, of course, we have El Conejo Malo, which I am personally not a fan of. Like, of course, who isn't a fan of Bad Bunny at this point? But... I think it's just not, i rather listen to Tokisha. But, you know, of course, anybody who has not lived under a rock understands the impact of this man in the past maybe like four years and how he's kind of exploded into every radio station, into every home, into every social media platform. So Un Verano Sin Ti, which is up for Best New Album, probably will get that. We have, of course, the legend Bjork with the album Fozora. I haven't listened to Fozora. I don't even know. But I, I see a lot of talk about her lately, which tells me this album probably did something for the general, you know, young. I don't know what her genre would be. Um, we'll get more into details, but her new album, I guess, is sort of alternative indie pop, which makes sense because indie pop is kind of a thing right now. So with her, I don't know if she'll be winning anything, but she has a lot of honorable mentions, Big Thief, which I don't recall too much their music right now. We'll get into it. Harry Styles, of course. Harry is Harry. He had quite a year with Harry's house and a lot of the pop girlies have been like into his whole thing. But I don't know where he stands exactly in tonight's list. Lizzo, in my opinion, is another big contender. 
Lizzo, jeez. Lizzo, on the other hand, I think is up there with Adele and Bad Bunny and Beyonce because I have heard of her music in this album special continuously throughout the year. Kind of also the same thing as Bad Bunny all over social media. It seems like this was really her year for her album. And Wet Leg, which I think is like the best indie rock right now, the newest best indie rock. I hadn't put my finger on it, but I was listening to it before I recorded this. And I think, I think they're so good. So we all know that the Grammys are rigged. I'm not sure exactly how to express it, how to detail it. I could probably do research and explain how. But for today, all we need to know is that these are the predictions that I have made and that there is a possibility more than slim possibility that my predictions will be incorrect and I'm okay with that we're just having fun here and I just want to talk about it it's always fun to like do some educated guessing so we're going to start off with record of the year record of the year record of the year record of the year Beyonce. Okay, I do think that Beyonce is going to win. However, let's get into why. So record of the year is not necessarily the song, but like the recording, I believe, of a song. And even though the other contender in this list that I really do think is like a threat to Beyonce, um, even though she has a, a bop as well, I think this song was like mostly... She performed it live. Like, this is more song of the year material for me. But record of the year, we have ABBA, Adele, Beyonce, Brandy, um, Doja Cat. I don't even know who Brandy is. Brandy Carlisle? Okay. Doja Cat, Harry Styles, Kendrick Lamar, Lizzo, Mary J. Blige, and Steve Lacey. Now, Steve Lacey was canceled. So really, to me, Kendrick was good, not good enough. Harry Styles, same thing. He was good, not good enough. Adele, good, not good enough. I mean, geez, I think we're looking at Beyonce, Doja, Cat, and Lizzo. And like I mentioned, record of the year is usually given to the recording of the year. So I think that break my soul, the way it was like mastered and recorded was like nuts. I'm going to make the guess that record of the year is going to go out to Beyonce with break my soul as well. Yup. Yup. My producers agreeing with me. Yeah, we think it's going to be Beyonce because, I mean, you won't break my soul. Oh, gosh. I'm going to have to. Okay. Let's skip to the album of the year. Album of the year. Yay. Okay. Album of the year. This. Okay. I think my producer and I have the same. We have the same prediction. So we, for album of the year, we have ABBA with Voyage, Adele with 30, Bad Bunny, Un Verano Sin Ti, Beyonce, Renaissance, Brandy, Cartile, again, haven't listened to Brandy at all, Coldplay, mm, Music of the Spheres, Harry Styles with the album Harry's House, and of course, we talked about Mr. Kendrick Lamar and the Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Great albums. Except Brandy, I don't know who that is. And, you know, how I feel about Coldplay. But I'm going to say anybody who is 
has a finger on the pulse of everything around us, has to understand that Un Verano Sin Ti was just everywhere at all times last year. So I'm assuming, based on my existence during 2022, that album of the year is going to be given to Bad Bunny because he's just, you know, filling up stupid amounts of seats at stadiums. He's like transcended like global and like geographical trends in music. This man is just like, people think he's a witch. And I agree because this is more than just a musician. This is like a whole movement that's going on with Bad Bunny. And I, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan, but I can recognize it, even though I love Beyonce's album and Kendrick and Harry Styles' new album was in, I don't know. But between all of these albums, I think that Nobody comes close to Bad Bunny's album, Un Verano Sin Ti. Because we've all seen that red heart literally everywhere. Stickers, merch, Christmas gifts, birthday gifts, tattoos, cars. This little heart just kind of, the little heart for anybody who's not aware. Um, the album Un Verano Sin Ti has a very colorful album cover and it has like a little sad heart on the cover and ever since it came out I've seen this little sad heart icon literally everywhere at least here now that brings us to song of the year song of the year we have again Adele easy on me my cat loves that song we have break my soul Beyonce Harry Styles, As It Was, Kendrick, The Hard Part 5, Lizzo, About Damn Time. Okay, so I, I work with kids. I've heard them sing Bad a Habit like all year long. So I think if this was the Teen Choice Awards, I would say it's between like Steve Lacey and Taylor Swift. But it isn't. You know, it's the Grammys. The Grammys. So I think I'm going to say, okay, this one's hard because I think it could go to Adele, Beyonce, Harry Styles or Lizzo. I have a gut feeling that Lizzo is going to take this one just because About Damn Time was like really, it was the wait a minute, can I get a little, uh -huh. that little, I can't even sing it right now, but that, that weird song, ABCDUFU is on here and I, I don't really like it, but I heard it too. I think that the correct thing would be to give it to Beyonce, but I don't want to like, just rock my own boat this whole time so I think that a good contestant for this position song of the year would be Lizzo with About Damn Time because I don't think her album was necessarily so acclaimed but maybe this song was really acclaimed and performed but then again Break My Soul was like crazy so I'm gonna say I think it's between Lizzo and Beyonce potentially Harry Styles but I don't think so because it's the Grammy. So I think it's going to go to Beyonce or Lizzo. Um, if I had to choose one, my producer is here telling me I need to choose one. I said I wasn't going to do this. Okay, I think, I think Song of the Year will go to Lizzo with About Damn Time. That's my official prediction. That's our official prediction here at the podcast. All right. Oh, no. I'm going to talk smack now. Okay. So, best new artist. 
I haven't listened to a lot of these. I I mean, you could access the list wherever you go. Maybe you're a big fan of one of these. The only person who I listened to their music constantly last year before he tweeted that he hates Aquariuses was Omar Apollo. After his I hate Aquarius tweet, I could not engage in that man's music. But I think that honestly, he, he, I mean, he dated Frank Ocean. Like this guy was, he dated Frank Ocean. Like he was popping off. Last year was his year. I think they broke up. But besides Wet Leg, which I also discovered I liked, I'm going to say the biggest new artist was Omar Polo. So I predict that the best new artist will go to Omar Polo. And so does my producer. She likes that one song I played for her. Okay, good, good, good. All right, let's go on to the next category. Best pop solo performance. Yay! Free Britney. Actually, Britney, girl. Okay, best pop solo performance. Yikes. Okay. Now, this one I had previously thought it was going to go out to Lizzo. And I mean, she did have a good performance, I believe, for this song. But that woman song with Doja Cat was not only on the radio, but I think she performed it a couple of times live. And just like that song, it's not just her singing. It's like just the way she performs that song. It's I think I'm going to predict that the best pop solo performance will be given to Doja Cat with woman, 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 woman. Yep, that's my guess. My best um, guess for the best pop duo I might get my sister might kill me for this because she she's a BTS fan and maybe I'm not like deep enough in that universe, but I never heard the Coldplay BTS song, so I'm, I can't give it to that one. Um, Camila Cabello can't win a Grammy in my book, although she did work with Ed Sheeran, so maybe, but no, Abba potentially. I haven't, I didn't really hear Abba pop off. I remember I read that they were going to come back, but I didn't hear it pop off like that. So I'm going to say that Sam Smith and Kim Petras will most likely take home the best pop duo performance with their song Unholy. And I know this because like even Doja Cat and Post Malone, they're all good, but I, I didn't hear their song as much as I heard Sam Smith and Kim Petras. And honestly, good for them. They like served with this song. And I know it's funny. A lot of people were like weirded out by Sam Smith. But I think he came back. And not only did he come back with a good single, he came back with a good duo, which was Kim Petras. So he should take that award. Yes, thank you. We're going to skip some of these because, like, I don't think we have enough time and I'm not going to go over, like, things like traditional pop. Like, come on. I don't really listen to any of this. So I'm going to skip some of them. Uh, best pop vocal album, however, I think we know. So best pop vocal album. I like Harry. I don't think this was the strongest vocal album. 
uh adele could probably win every vocal album award that she was nominated for so i'm gonna go with adele although i think lizzo really also popped off adele might take this one just because adele is like that's her thing like she's a vocalist um so is lizzo but lizzo dances and does other things adele does other things too maybe but adele is just like She's a vocalist, so I think the best pop vocal album will be awarded to her album, 30. Then we have Best Dance Electronic Recording. Now, who is here? Bonobo, David Guetta, Diplo, Kate featuring her, uh, Rufus the Soul, and Beyonce. Now, her had like a good year, like a lot of her music popped off, and I know a lot of people that like really liked her stuff but this particular song i didn't really hear too much of so i'm gonna go with beyonce break my soul because everybody was dancing to beyonce and honestly she made this album so you could dance to it so i think this is the best the best dance recording award goes to break my soul and my cat has a couple of things to say too now same thing for the next one best dance electronic music album I also am going to give it to Beyonce. I see Odessa that I did listen to this year and I kind of liked. But I think that, you know, when you put Beyonce on that list, maybe Diplo could like potentially have fans as well. So maybe Diplo could have some like good standing on this category, but definitely not more than Renaissance, the dance album of the year. Best rock performance. Yes. Yes. We have Beck with Old Man. We have the Black Keys with Wild Child. Brandy Carlisle with Broken Horses. Brian Adams with So Happy It Hurts. Idols with Crawl. Ozzy Osbourne and Jeff Beck with Patient Number Nine and Turnstile with Holiday. For the best rock performance, I was a bit hesitant at first just because... I don't really listen to modern rock, whatever this is. But I think the Blackies with Wild Child was pretty good. I don't know if that's the popular take, though. I don't know if that was the one that made the most noise from this list. But I personally, you know, I'm not the biggest Blackies fan, but I do think this album or this song in particular was good. It had an interesting music video. And it was very, like, it was the most rock I could bring out of this. Maybe Ozzy Osbourne and Turnstile. I know if my friend Stacy was here, she would disagree with me. But I think we can both agree that the most rock... See, this is, this is like, the tricky part. Because this is a nomination for the best rock. But we think it's, like, the most rock. So the most rock album, to me, is the Black Keys Wild Child. Or the most... Let me rephrase it. I believe that the best rock performance should be giving to the Black Keys. But I don't know what the general consensus is. And I don't know what kind of scamming the Grammys are going to do either. So that's just my guess. I don't listen to metal right now, but I'm going to say Turnstile. Just because I think Stacy saw him so many times. I have. I listened to like one or two Ghost songs last year for some reason. So I think Ghost might be good um but again i don't know if that's just with me or if they're like actually popping off so 
I'm not gonna know. Our next um, category is for the best rock song. And we have a couple of songs here, but I think that the one that stuck out the most and that we almost didn't want to give it out to because just, I don't know what's going on with this rock. I mean, it's the Grammys. Their rock is never going to be real rock. It's always going to be commercial rock, which is like, I'm already saying too much. I'm just doing the Grammys. Why am I getting into genres? Okay, so the, I think the best rock song is going to be given to the Red Hot Chili Peppers with Black Summer. Now, I'm not a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, but I'm also not a Turnstile or War on Drugs or Ozzy Osbourne or fucking Brandy Carlisle fan. But I do think that Black Summer is a Red Hot Chili song and it just like gives us like the oh this is 90s rock kind of vibe which it's kind of the same thing as the black keys they do a really good job at like curing that sound i listened to all of these songs um and i believe that black summer was probably the most like classic rock and i don't mean classic like 70s classic i mean like like a good in and out rock song you know all right we um we're coming up next with the best alternative music performance. I believe it's going to be given to a couple of bands here. We have the Arctic Monkeys, Big Thief, Florence and the Machine, Wet Leg, and the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. Yeah, Yeah, Yes are great. I think our, we're looking at Arctic Monkeys versus Wet Leg and Florence. I think, I don't know if I've heard King, but I think Florence is like really doing her thing right now wet leg is too new of a band to be or like not new but like they're not there's more alternative i think they're more up like they're more fit for the best new artists but i think that this should go to the arctic monkeys and that's because i saw them live at primavera last summer and they performed this song and they're just got a really good vibe going on right now so i think that Alex Turner definitely is like growing into his voice and the band is growing into their sound and they're aging like wine. Um, but so is Florence and the Machine. So I think it's going to be between them two. I think it's either going to be Arctic or I think it's going to be Florence and the Machine with the song King. Um, I am personally rooting for There'd Better Be a Mirror Ball by the Arctic Monkeys. That's just because it has like David Lynch vibes. And I like, I'm always a diehard fan for that. Um, See, this is better for the best alternative music. I am not going to go with Arcade Fire because it's not 2015. And I don't know about Big Thief. I'm going to go with B. George just because, oh, you know what? They have wet leg here too. So for best alternative music album. Yay! I think we're probably going to get wet leg. I have a feeling it's going to be wet leg. I want it to be Bjork with Fozora, but I don't know how cultured the Grammys are. So maybe wet leg, maybe arcade arcade fire. I wish it was the AAS, but I don't have a feeling they're going to win. I do like Wide Leg, though, just to be clear. I don't think they're not cultured. I just... Alternative. Like, is this really alternative? All right. 
Next up, coming up with best R&B performance. Yay! I think that we have Beyonce, we have Jasmine, Lucky Day, Mary J. Blige, and Moon Along. I'm going to go with Virgo's Groove because A, I love Beyonce. B, I love Renaissance. C, I love Virgo's Groove. And I do think that Beyonce deserves all the R&B awards, but that's just me. But I do, for the record, think Beyonce will win this. Best traditional R&B. Again, we have Adam Blackstone, Babyface, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, and Snow Allegra. So I think the winner of the best traditional R&B performance, yay! It's going to be Beyonce with Plastic Off the Sofa. Such a sexy song, too. Moving on, best R&B song. So it's just interesting to me because Beyonce's all of these performance for Virgo's Groove, traditional R&B with Plastic Off the Sofa, and R&B with Cuff It. I think Beyonce's going to win all of these. She, I think she's going to win best R&B song with Cuff It as well. So I really think she's popping off here. Now this one I do, best progressive R&B album. Um, I do see Steve Lacey winning this one with Gemini Rights. Just because I know he's like popping for some reason um, compared to everybody else here. It's interesting that Beyonce had a Virgo's groove and he has Gemini Rights. All the, all the Mercury energy in the air. It's kind of crazy. Best R&B album. Why is Chris Brown in that category? Best rap performance. Ooh. Best rap performance. See, for best rap performance, um, I think it's between Doja Cat and Kendrick. I, however, I'm not like a rap person. So I don't my boyfriend would tell me like you're crazy. Jay-Z and Lil Wayne are also nominated with God Did. But I don't know. It's like too many dudes. Like I don't see there being a point to giving a rap performance to like six guys like talking about God in a rap song. I might get canceled for that. I don't know. But I think that Kendrick's um, The Hard Part 5 was pretty solid. And I do think that Doja Cat is definitely like a trending rapper. So... Between these two, I can see I can see either Doja or Kendrick winning. I could also see DJ Khaled winning, but I don't want to live in a world where he does win. Oh, and then Gunna, Future, and Young Thug. Oh, that song. You know what? I changed my mind. Gunna with Future and Young Thug with Pushing P. That was like really popping at some point. So they might win. I think Ghana and Young Thug and Future, Future the poet of our generation, they might win with Pushing P. <laughs> Pushing P. That sounds good. Okay. Okay, see, now it's making more sense. So I think rap performance will go to that Pushing P song. But the melodic rap performance, the best one, I'm seeing, oh God, I hope it's not Jack Harlow. No hate. But I, th I think this one should go for Kendrick with Die Hard. Just because 
you know, he he definitely is the king of melody. He is the king of mel- melodic rap, I would say. He's he's good at rapping, but he's good at finding melodies. So, and SZA is good, but I think she she might have a, a couple of other nominations. So I'm going to say the best melodic rap performance should go to Kendrick, not Jack Harlow, because that shit was weird. Rap song. Um... <sighs> Rap song, we do have, again, DJ Khaled. We have Future with Drake uh, with Waiting For You. We have Gunna with Future with Pushing P, Jack Harlow, and Kendrick. Mm, For the best rap song, Kendrick Lamar, I'm going to say. Kendrick Lamar or Gunna and Future, it's going to go either way. Some people don't recognize Kendrick. Now, best rap album. This one's definitely Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I don't see it being any other way. I think Kendrick Lamar is going to be the winner of best rap album with Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. He should be. Anything else is a scam. Country. I don't really listen to country. Neither does my producer. I'm going to say Willie Nelson might win. And honestly, for all of these rock perform, I mean, not rock, for these country, like best country solo, best country duo, I'm going to go with best country solo. I'm going to go with Willie Nelson, Um, best country duo. How is Robert Plant doing country? What the? Okay, not Robert Plant. Uh, I don't really have no idea for best country duo. For best country song, um, I think maybe Taylor Swift. Just because I don't really, uh, I know Luke Combs a little bit and Willie Nelson. But I see the best song being given to Taylor Swift because she always has to win something. Best country album, I'm going to go with Willie Nelson with A Beautiful Time. I don't really actively listen to him, but I know he's talented. Um, Gospel performance, where's Terry Joe? Um, This should be Trisha, okay, with I Love You Jesus for uh, best gospel performance, but I don't see anything here. Contemporary Christian, I don't see Trisha here. What else? Best gospel. We don't relate. Contemporary Christian. We don't relate. Best Roots Gospel. I'm going to go with Willie, maybe. I don't know. There's a whole ass like State University music gospel group being like nominated for Best Roots Gospel. I don't know if that's... I've never... I guess bands get nominated like state bands. And of course, Latino Pop. Let's see. Who do we have? Can't believe Cristina Aguilera is considered Latino pop girl. Get real. Yeah, Fonseca, Sebastian Yatra. I don't know any of these except Fonseca because my mom likes him. And obviously Cristina, but I don't think she's really Latin pop. So I have no idea. Musica Urbana, girl. Okay, so I think that the best Musica Urbana album... It's not going to Maluma. It's not going to Rar Alejandro or Daddy Yankee or Faruko. We all know who. I don't even have to say it. Ya tu sabe. 
who is gonna be the best musica urbana album and it's going to be bad bunny i don't even predict i know i don't this is not a prediction i know he's going to win that album i mean we love daddy yankee sure but come on nobody over that album um oh best latin rock or alternative album now these i see a couple that i'm like going to talk about fito Paez is like one of my favorite pianists and like he does all he's argentinian so i call him argentinian rock music but um i like him if this was just a best latin rock album i would say fito but gabi moreno i've heard is good but i think it would be fito but because it's rock or alternative we do have the alternative Latin queen, Rosalia, with Motomami. And at first, I didn't like that album. I was like, she's weird. But now I'm on the Rosalia train. She is, she's always popping off. I think best Latin rock or alternative album will be won by Motomami. Motomami, Motomami. Best regional Mexican music. I don't really know any of this. Oh, wait, I do. We have Chiquis, Cristian Nodal, Marco Antonio Solis, Slay, who covered Bad Bunny, Natalia La Furcade, and Los Tires del Norte. I think Natalia's like talented in general, but I don't really, I don't really know any of these bands. I know Cristian Nodal is popping off for some reason. I have no educated guess about these. What about my producer? She doesn't even know them. Okay. Um, I'm going to, for the sake of my family, I'm going to say Marco Antonio Solis will win. But I don't think that's true. I'm just like kind of manifesting. Um, Tropical Latin album, Estokisha here. Mark Anthony, no, no, no. Traditional blues we got oh we got new traditional blue stuff i'm gonna listen to this later because i'm interested if i had to this is going to be my non-educated guess for best traditional blues album and i think it's going to go to buddy guy i don't know the blues don't lie buddy guy it's just a fun name to say I think best reggae album will be won by Shaggy or Sean Paul. And that's just because I don't know anybody else on that list. Oh, we have Elvis. We have Encanto. We have Stranger Things. Hold on. For the best compilation soundtrack for visual media. I'm going to give it to Stranger Things. Just because that shit was crazy and Kate Bush and everything that happened. I'm going to say Stranger Things with season four. Their soundtrack was pretty out there this year. And it was just like that 80s vibe. Loved it. I like Elvis too. That is a potential winner. But I do think that Stranger Things soundtrack was better. Best song written for visual media. I think Beyonce is going to take that one. The best recording package. I think it, w it is going to go to Spiritualized spiritualized um how can i describe them i do like listening to them it's like a transcending when you listen to spiritualized spiritualized is an english rock band from the 90s but 
you know, they they do a lot of different sounds. They do like alternative indie. But I do think that best recording package is going to go to spiritualized. And um, we're looking, we're looking. Oh, they do have a category this year. The best historical album. Um, Blondie's on here. And I do like Blondie. I also like Wilco. And they're on here. But I'm going to say Blondie might win on this one. So I think best historical album will be given out to... Blondie with Against the Odds. It's funny that I had the clapping before. Okay, Songwriter of the Year. I don't know. Best Engineered Album. <gasps> okay. Best Engineered Album, Non-Classical, Anything and Everything, done by Father John Misty. So I think he's going to take this award. So I think Best Engineered Album, Non-Classical, goes out to Father John Misty with Chloe in the next 20th century. Ah. Love him. Producer of the year. Oh, shit. Okay, this is a good one. Well, Dan Arbach, which is funny enough, one of Lana's old producers, and so is Jack Antonoff. Okay, so it's Dan Auerbach. So do I think Dan Auerbach is going to win? What music did he produce this year? My prediction is that the best um, producer of the year of non-classical music will go to, out to Jack Antonoff. I think that the producer of the year is going to be taken by Jack Antonoff just because he did stuff with Bleachers and Bruce Springsteen and Lana and Taylor and Lord. Like, I think he's definitely going to be the one. Oh my god, okay. I think that the best music video award will be given out to either Doja Cat with Woman or Taylor Swift with All Too Well. Just because it was such a big part of the single, the music video for Taylor. And like, you know, everybody was watching that at some point. But again, I, this is not the Teen, Cho Teen Choice Awards, so... Good question here. I think that the best music video award will go out to Woman... Um, by Doja Cat. I think that makes more sense. Potentially BTS, but I don't know enough. The best music film. We have a couple. <laughs> oh my god. This is really shocking. So for best music film, the list goes Adele, Billie Eilish, Justin Bieber, Neil Young, Rosalia, and then a jazz fest. I believe that the person who would take this award for the best music film is going to be Rosalia with Motomami. TikTok is strong with that one. And I think that, again, just like the way she performs is insane. So, I mean, yeah, Billie Eilish is good. She could win. But I'm rooting for baby girl Rosalia. Anyway, um, thank you for listening and we're going to wish you a happy Grammys night. So there you have it, folks. That's our prediction for the Grammys 2023 here at Shut Up and Talk. This is DJ Queen Mean. I hope that you get a lot of shut up. <laughs>